everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support. You're downloading, you're sharing, you're giving me feedback. You are applying the practical applications to your life and I am loving it. Continue to share and some of you have even contacted me so that we can get on a healing journey together and I'm excited to be a part of your journey. Yay! If you are in need of some support and you just need someone to be on a journey on the journey of healing with you I am your girl reach out to me at www.iamreneroberts.com I promise you will not be disappointed I will take extremely good care of you and also you guys don't if you haven't already follow me what's going on follow me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts and while you're there on Facebook you know just jet over to our group page which is the Coach My World Podcast family Facebook page there you will find all of the episodes you will find the discussions of these episodes randomly people are posting in it and so I encourage you to jump in on that action you can also put into that discussion or into that group some of the topics you would like to discuss maybe some things I'm discussing you don't agree with or maybe the controversial maybe they've challenged you in some way what's up Put it in the comments, put it in the group, put it, make a post. Uh, let's have a good time with it, right? It's all for our development and our growth. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward, fam. I hope you have enjoyed the friendship series as much as I have. Based on your comments and your feedbacks, you definitely have enjoyed it. And my prayer is that it has illuminated and empowered you in so many amazing ways. Remember, the goal is to build healthy, thriving friendships because having healthy friendships is a benefit to our own lives. Let's keep being intentional. Don't stop. Don't stop doing the necessary work so that you can literally reap this type of outcome. All right? We good with that? Yes. Now, we are definitely going to move on to another topic that's extremely heavy on my heart. I may revisit, I'm sure I will revisit friendship one day, but right now uh, I, I have to get on to something that else that is on my heart. And this one may take me a couple of episodes, fam. So to be patient with me, but let's get into it. All right, let's get into it because I'll have a lot of ground I want to cover for you. So you saw the title, Why Do I Stay? Why do we stay? Why do we stay in toxic situations? relationships, toxic spaces, when we know they are toxic, when we know they are no good for us, when we know they are abusive and and they are making us physically ill, when we know that they are draining us emotionally and mentally, when we know that they are holding us back, why? Have you ever asked yourself any questions like these? Have you ever gone into a mental cycle where you're just questioning the whole meaning of your life? Well, in this episode, I don't want to ruminate over the fact that we stay in these types of things. There's enough fuss about there. There's enough information out there that's getting on us about being in this stuff. But my objective is to provide some insight into why, the whys. Why do we stay in these spaces? And I also want to offer some practical ways to shift that dynamic and get you moving out of those cycles. Cycles, all right. Now, for this episode, we're just going to f- focus on the whys. 
for the next episode, I told you it's going to be two parts. Uh, we're going to focus on the pa- practical ways to shift those that that dynamic in our lives. All right, we go with that. So first, let's let let's be clear. We all have stayed in particular things that were not good for us for various reasons. So based on this premise, this episode is in no way judging you, nor is it dogging you out for staying. All right. I am about to empower and strengthen you, ma'am, strengthen you, sir, so that you can do what's healthy for you. You can begin to make some informed, healthy decisions for your well-being for your life. So in doing what I do so well, yes, toot, toot, toot my own horn, which is research. I have compiled a list of whys that will hopefully impact the way you see yourself in the situation you're in or Hopefully, if, if you're not in a situation, situation, it will empower you to help someone else that may be stuck in a bad situation. Understood? All right, so let's get into it. I have 10 juicy things for you as to why we stay in bad situations, bad relationships, just bad, just toxicity. Why do we dwell there? Well, first of all, number one, we do it because bad relationships have been normalized for us. This usually happens when there has been no model of a healthy relationship, nor any knowledge. We are we are lack the, we lack the knowledge of what true love really is or what it looks like. Environmental factors contribute to this deficit and leads us to normalizing things that are unhealthy for us. And sometimes it's because the people in your environment don't know any better. Their their impairment starts impairing you and you impair the next generation, thus creating a cycle of unhealthy behaviors and poor relationships. This is why it's important to recognize the patterns of mistreatment and abuse in your life so that you can start denormalizing them. All right. Once they are no longer normalized, what's healthy starts being more obvious for you and it starts provoking you to do what you need to do for your health's sake. All right. The second thing, fears. Fears are why we stay. Fears can be so intense when they they are underlying. There are some underlying injuries or emotional upsets and, and voids in our lives. We start having the fear of being alone forever, uh, the fear of not being able to find another person who will love you. Nobody's going to love me like this person has. The fear of being judged and ridiculed if you let go, you know, you want to save face. The fear of losing everything. The fear of not knowing where to go and what to do with your own life or how to handle the many challenges that will come with you starting over. The fear of not being able to survive alone. Whatever the fear is, it's important to become acquainted with those fears. All right. There is a sure way. There is a sure way to start the process of conquering them. But but this is the initiation of that start. Right. Just by becoming aware and acknowledging that these types of fears exist. To acknowledge them is to keep them in control, to to not acknowledge them, I'm sorry, is to keep them in control of your decisions. But when you start acknowledging and being aware, baby, you take the power back. All right. So this is all about taking the power back for our lives. All right. So that's the fears. Number three, you are not your priority. OMG. When you are so accustomed to neglecting your own feelings, you condition your own self to just accept any type of treatment. 
to be treated any kind of way. You will, you will even dishonor or be disloyal to yourself so to ensure that other people are comfortable. Yo, this needs to stop. This needs to shift, fam. It's important for you to start considering you, looking out for you, being loyal to you, hello, and being being those things first to yourself. Never forget, you should be your first priority. Period, period, period. All right? Number four. Why? Why do we stay? Because we have low estimations of what we deserve or or how we should be treated. This is what we call unworthiness. You know, it truly saddens me that so many people feel that they deserve to be treated poorly. The irony is this, though, it is 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 poor. It's the poor. The poor treatment has has been has has been created um, by being in poor relationships. Yeah. And and not so much being created. Maybe I said that wrong. Let me let me reword that. Let me think. Let me think. It's poor treatment that has created this concept of self. Let's say it like that. So the poor treatment has created the concept of I deserve to be punished. I deserve to be treated badly. So if I was raised being treated like crap or being neglected, then that's what shapes the way I see my own worth. This is how I'm taught to value myself as a person. So if I was always punished instead of corrected when I made a mistake, whenever I make mistakes as an adult, what, what do I think is going to change? Nothing. I'm just now going to believe that I deserve to be punished when I make mistakes. So I embrace the punishment or the maltreatment as something I deserve, which becomes such a, it, it creates such a low estimation of myself. And it's time to start totally changing our perceptions concerning who we are and what we deserve. How do you self-conceptualize? What what are what is it that you do deserve? You know, that's an assignment that I give clients quite often, telling them to write down what are the things you, you deserve? What do you deserve? And as easy as that sounds, sometimes it can be so challenging depending on an individual's background, right? So we got to start changing that that dynamic in, in the way we self-conceive, all right? Or, or the self-concept that we have, all right? Number five, manipulation. <laughs> now, this strong behavior pattern, honey, is designed to control the person. It wants to control the situation. It even wants to control the outcome. Unfortunately, hear me out. Sometimes it is so covert that we don't even realize we are being manipulated or that we are the manipulators. Ha! Huh? It's time to wake up, fam. So that we can peep this maladaptive behavior, whether it's aimed at us or whether we are the ones that's doing the aiming. It is so subtle, it could go either way. So we got to stay woke. I want you to just whisper that to yourself. Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke, Renee. Stay woke. I don't want to get caught up in manipulation. Neither do I want to be a manipulator. Number six, people get used to pains. That's why they stay. They're used to pain. You know, I know it's hard to understand this concept, but some people are psychologically bound to their abusers or to their toxic situations. So it's not so easy to just walk away. There's There's a psychological attachment there. So some people can be so numb to pain that they don't even realize they're being abused or poorly handled. You know, when I think about desensitization, (laughs) it is truly a real thing, guys. But it's a very dangerous thing. Think of it this way. 
If you lost the feelings in your hand due to, let's just say you got into a car accident, your hand got crushed, it's injured really bad, you've lost all the sensitivity in your hand, nerves are damaged, you know, you wouldn't know that you were touching something extremely hot that, that could cause you severe burns. It's the same with our feelings. When we lose our emotional sensations, we potentially get injured worse than what we already were in that moment. I need you to catch that. So it's important to start being okay with dealing with your pain. Let your pain be alive. Let it be active so that you can literally resolve it. You can't resolve what's numb. Just keep that. I'm just going to leave that there for you. Number seven, investments. I have, I'm staying. I, why do I stay? I stay because honey, I've invested too much into this relationship. I've invested my life. You know, this is a big one for people that have been involved for a long time. And there, there's so many shared assets and sometimes children, uh, families have, have merged. Um, there are sacrifices that the hearts and the minds made, uh, in exchange for, for, for this relationship. And I get it. It makes logical sense. Like, why would you walk away from something you've invested so much into? Well, when you're dealing with investment, it's about profits and losses, right? And a good investment, you know, it brings profit. But a bad investment, it takes your money. It robs you. It steals from you. So why would you stay in something that is constantly coming up with losses? Your heart is ready to cut the losses, but your your mind is like, I've put all this into it. Remember, some investments just are not worth the long-term emotional damage. Some investments, you got to just cut your losses, all right? Once again, I'm not telling you what you need to do or, or what you should do. I'm just giving you the whys. These are, this is why we're staying in this mess, all right? This is, this is why we can't make healthier decisions for ourselves moving forward. All right, I'm on number eight out of ten. We, why? Because we have a false sense of security, comfort, and safety. This is a biggie also for many because, uh, and, and check it out, it's really twisted too. Because be, abuse and maltreatment does not equate to security, comfort, or safety. Let's just put that out there. It's the familiarity that's giving off this false sense of security, comfort, and safety. When we are familiar with things, think about this. Our brains, your brain, my brain, our brains are more at ease. And, and this is what lessens the the sensitivity to threat of injury in these toxic situations. So please know that you are not secure. No, ma'am. No, sir. You are not safe. Sir, even if you feel comfortable, ma'am, even if you feel comfortable, that's not security. It is a false illusion. It's a fallacy that can ultimately destroy you if you don't do something about it. All right. We got to get into what's true and what's real. And if you're in something that is very toxic, there is no way it could be secure, comfortable or safe for you. All right. Number nine. We, why do we why do we stay? Because we want to fix it. We want it to work. Is that such a bad thing? Listen, fam, listen to me. Some things are broken beyond repair. The sooner we are able to acknowledge the true state of our situation, not the wishful thinking, the better decisions we will be able to make. And remember, it takes all parties willing to work if repairing is even an option. 
Sometimes it means even having difficult conversations and and seeking some professional help. Let me repeat that. Seeking some professional help, getting a therapist, getting a counselor, getting a coach, someone that can mediate, someone that can hear both parties and, uh, and help the parties hear each other, someone that can bring some guidance and direction into the situation. But if all are, if, that are involved in the relationship don't want to do these things, then honey, this will never be fixed. All right. Just letting you know, you can pray and fast and put oil on pillows and do all the religious practice practices and spiritual practices and and all of the things, the crystals that like you can do it all. But if two people or three people or whatever the situation is, if everybody does not want to work to do what needs to be done to repair it, which most times working requires everybody working on themselves. Honey, what are you doing? Why? Why? Why are you? It'll never be fixed. Stop wasting your time. And then the last one. <laughs> Why? Because unrealistic hope and expectations of things changing keeps resonating in our minds. We keep ruminating over these these things that we've created, you know, and hoping that and I'm like hoping based on what we're thinking, like, oh, my God, this can change. It's possible. It can change. Oh, my God. There's a little glimpse of hope. There's a little sunshine on the other side. Listen, hear me clearly. Things can only change once again when all parties do their part to change. This requires intentional growth and development across the board. Everybody needs to be growing. Everybody needs to be de- developing in a positive direction. And the, the paces of growth now don't have to be the same. You know, some people will grow faster than others, develop faster than others. But the energy, 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 you understand what I'm saying? But the energy that's put into growing should match. There should be an equivalence of intensity in our efforts to grow. Yes, please, 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 please beware of the unrealistic hope of the other person changing because it's a personal choice. And if they choose not to personally do it, then what? Do you keep hoping? Ha! I hope you don't think, I hope that's not what you're doing. And I will pump my brakes right there. We're going to pull that car to a fast stop. Ah, because that was a mouthful, fam. And I want to give you time to digest what I just gave to you. I hope you were able to gather some things either for your own advancement or just simply to help some other people advance in their lives. And I hope this has awakened some things inside of you that will cause you to start shifting the things you need to shift in your awareness, ultimately impacting your decisions for your well-being. Because sometimes we think we're all good and our relationships are well and there's no toxicity there when it is full of it. You understand? So I'm hoping that there's been an awakening in us, uh, you know, and, and, and that we've become more aware or have the desire now to become more aware of what's going on in our relationships that could impact our lives in negative ways. Understand that staying in a toxic, unhealthy situation does not signify success. I don't want you to think that, oh, I got to stay in this because I, I want it to succeed. And if I if I leave it, it's quitting. No, ma'am. No, sir. Success is when you can have a healthy outcome despite the adversities. I hope this is making sense to you. Is it making sense? Okay. I, I can't hear you, but I'm but I hear you. All right. Fam, I am rooting for you. I am one of your biggest cheerleaders. 
That's why I'm on here every single Friday. I will not skip a beat because as your cheerleader, as your coach, I want to make sure that your life starts experiencing the fullness of love, joy, peace, and contentment. Consider your life and the emotional state of it. That's what I want you to do. Are you healthy and happy? Or is every day a question of why, you, why you're staying in this thing? Because if you're every day kind of asking yourself, why, why, why do I stay? We're going to talk about that in the next episode. We'll talk about that. I'm, I'm going to hold my peace on that. <laughs> so because I love you, I'm going to leave that right there. So you can take a t- some time to just ponder on the condition of your life and your relationships. And until next episode, I encourage you to make each day a deliberate time for change. Because you, my friend, my fam, you definitely deserve to be good for real. Ha. I love y'all and I want you to have a great one.